Money and building wealth are such taboo topics, and they have been for decades and centuries. We've come a long way over the last decade or so, especially for us women. However, we as women still feel somewhat uncomfortable speaking openly about money and wealth. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman. This podcast was created so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about building legacy wealth through investments and business. Welcome to Keep the Change podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coco D. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keep the Change podcast with Coco D. Building wealth intuitively. Let's dive into how I set my goals. I get this question a couple of times, to be honest, a couple of times a week. And for me, it's a really interesting question to answer because I have done things so differently now than I used to. And the evolution of how I've set my goals has changed Um, as I have changed, as I have grown, as I have discovered new ways of doing things that are best for me. So when I share this with you today, I want you to know this is what works for me right now. How I used to do it was different and I'm happy to share with you, but please find something and find ways of setting your goals that suit you. So try all the different things, go for a bit of a taste test, but make sure that you just go with what feels right for you. Because I truly believe that when we do what feels right for you, even if you feel like, well, that's not what everyone else is doing, but if it feels really good for you and not because you're being lazy or avoidant or anything like that, but truly because you feel like this just is easy for me because guess what? It gets to be easy. Doesn't have to be hard. Setting goals, creating a vision, creating your dream life, whatever you want to call it, gets to be easy. It is truly simple. Those are the things that I talk about all the time. So how do I set my goals? Very good question. When I was in my teens, late teens, I used to write things down and I used to be really masculine in the way that I did it. You know, it was like, I have to make a hundred dollars by the 10th of September. If I don't, I'm a failure. I mean, I didn't write that last part, but it's definitely how I felt about myself. I would write weekly goals, monthly goals, quarterly goals, bi-yearly goals, yearly goals. And my goals were packed to the brim. And at that age, I didn't realize that giving myself an anxiety attack over so many goals would be detrimental. I just thought like you just pack them in because the more that you can do, the better it is and the more that you're going to achieve. Granted, for those of you who understand human design, I am a generator, so I am an energizer bunny and I do have a defined sacral. So if you are undefined, if you're a projector, a reflector or a manifester, please know that you will probably not feel the same way that I do and that's completely okay. Please do not try and replicate what I do. And that's why I'm so, so adamant to say that what I do works for me and it may not work for you and that's okay. But I'm here to share my story. I'm here to share how I do things with you and maybe there's a little bit of a nugget in there for you. And if there isn't, you might learn how not to do something. And that's just as valuable. So up until probably the age of mid to late 20s, I set my goals the way that I just explained to you. I would pack them to the brim and I would feel like a complete failure if I didn't achieve certain goals, which happened. It really did. Then I lost money. I lost money once. I lost money twice. And I was like, you know, something's got to change here. Something is not working. And so I would say probably four to five years ago, 
I began something new. I was like, you know, what I'm doing right now has worked 50% of the time. I achieved some things. I didn't achieve others. But surely there's another way that I can do this that feels more simple, a lot easier, less restrictive, less time consuming. And so I gave myself more time. And actually, it's a concept that was shared with me by someone else. And I was like, okay, I mean, I've got nothing to lose. I'm going to give it a go. So I gave myself more time. I was like, what if I can do this in 90 days? So the things that I used to give myself a week for, crazy, I know, the things that I used to give myself one week, how about I give myself 90 days? The things that I used to give myself one year to achieve, what if I gave myself five years? Hmm, funny that. I'll give it a go. And what I gave myself five years for, gave myself 10 years for. Because, you know, when I was younger, I felt like time was running out. I felt like I didn't have enough time, even though I was 20. (laughs) Crazy. And I think that came from my childhood. You know, my mother was always running out of time. You know, it's 12 o'clock. The day is nearly finished. The day is nearly over. And so I always felt like there was never enough time. And, And to be honest, time is the only commodity that we cannot buy. That is true. Time does go fast. This lifetime that we have can go really fast. It can go really slow as well. But now my relationship with time is super different and I honor it and I cherish it in a completely different way. I don't feel like it's running out because I'm living it the way that I want to live it. In the past, I tried to cram so much because I felt that if I didn't cram it in, I don't know, I don't even know why I would do that. crazy really. And so now I give myself so much time. And the more time that I give myself, it gives me the flexibility to change my mind. It gives me the flexibility to do things simply. It gives me the flexibility to live, to do things that I enjoy. And when I'm doing things that I enjoy, I'm a happier person. Hmm, funny that. And so being a happier person, showing up and being lighthearted in the way that I speak, in the way that I show up, in the way that I am with my friends, my family, my people, means that I am actually getting things done. And when I say things done, I don't mean off a list. I stop and take stock of my life now and I'm like, oh yeah, that's the thing I was trying to create. And look, here it is. I used to think that I was really proactive. Oh yes, if we do that thing, then you're super proactive and you're going to get it done. And so if anything, I didn't allow space for magic. And so not allowing space for magic meant that I was controlling my goals. I was trying to, even now thinking about it, whew, what a time. It was a time. But I was trying to stronghold all of the things. I was trying to control it. I was a control freak. Okay, there you go. I said it. I was a control freak. And now I'm like, you know, if I don't get to do the thing today, then it's going to happen. I know it always gets done. But then like if I had planned to do something today and I don't get it done till next week, something will happen between today and next week. And I'm like, oh, that's why I didn't do it because this other amazing thing came up. So I I just really follow the energy, follow the intuition. Oh, it sounds so woo-woo. I know, I know. But you know what? This is life. We are energetic beings. We are people who are constantly flowing in different cycles. Whether you're a man or you're a woman, that's what happens. And so now I still review my numbers every month for my businesses. I review my personal wealth every month. But there's times when it doesn't feel right, I don't do it. Like I haven't done it between February and September 2022. I'm going to be really honest, actually August, 2022. And I started again in September. I started this practice again for my personal wealth. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool. Like, but I didn't need to do it back then. And I don't push myself now because I trust that I'm doing everything that I need to be doing because my vision, I have time to build the vision. I have time to create the things. I don't need to do it right now in this very moment. So the way that I set goals has genuinely completely flipped. And again, I've gone from, I still write things down. You know, yesterday, actually, I went to a store and I bought some big white 
A3 sheets because I'm a visual person. I really want to see it. And I'm, I'm at a point in my life now where I'm revisiting my vision and I'm revisiting my goals because it feels right to. There's no reason really other than right now I can see things in a different light. I can see things differently. I know that I can go bigger. There's nothing that told me that. I just have this innate knowing, this feeling. And this feeling is something that I've always wanted to and have felt like I had to justify, especially to men in my life. And now I'm like, no, I don't have to justify anything. I'm just going to go with it and we'll see where it takes us. I have less control. I know that I'm a passenger. I have a little bit of control, of, of course, of my thoughts, of my beliefs, but I'm also allowing the magic to happen. And so how I set goals is completely different and it'll be completely different in five years time to how I do it today. I'm sure maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. But now I I sit with myself. Some days I don't even plan to work on my goals, but something comes within me and I'm like, oh, actually, I'm just quickly going to jot this down. I'm going to add it to the list and I'll come back to it. But it's not as black and white as it used to be. Now it's a feeling. It's a knowing. I just continue to do the things. I might tweak things a little bit, but I know that right now everything that I'm doing, I'm loving, having so much fun. When I stop having fun, then I'll have you know, I'll I'll change that. So my process has definitely changed. It's gone from being very masculine to more feminine. I still write things down. I still have a process, but it's a process. It's very personal, very intuitive, and it changes every time. Whereas in the past, I was very rigid, very rigid. And so I invite you to just play. You don't have to do what you're told to do. Yes, it's true. Writing down your goals makes it more real. If you put it on the wall, you know, and you see it every day, I do that. But sometimes I don't do that. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that it hasn't come true. Moving to Bali has been a dream of mine for many years. I had never written it down on a wall or on a piece of paper, but here I am today. There are other goals like having multiple businesses that has been mine for many, many years. I have written that down and here I am today. So I have I have examples of both. I have proof of both. And so I invite you to, to just let go and sit with what works. Try something for two to three months. If it doesn't work, change it up. Permission to change. Permission to do things differently. Set your goals the way that feels right for you and see what works and allow yourself that permission to do something today that it might not look like tomorrow. And don't judge yourself. It's okay. You don't have to justify yourself to anyone, not even yourself. Go with the flow. Definitely setting goals helps, but the way you do it might be different from how you did it 10 years ago. And that's okay. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along for the ride that is wealth building. It's a wild one. Now, for all the information we spoke about, please refer to the show notes. Remember to leave a review if you feel called to. And if you want to soak up more and lick my brain about business and legacy wealth, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Come and join me on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me under Coco D D. Double E. See you soon. Thank you.